Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Dad Pod, a podcast for dads by dads. My name is Matt Rodenberg, and as always, I'm joined by Andrew Rodenberg and Kyle York. Fellas, how we doing? Doing fantastic. It's uh, There's always a certain level of anticipation when we start a show because we always have like 30 minutes of technical difficulties, so I'm, I'm ready to get started. Uh, it's, it's good. It gets you. It gives us a little time to catch up and BS outside of our, our text messaging BS. Yeah. That's true. And this time it was my fault. I, I take full responsibility for it. I was not prepared. So so we'll jump into what's new, I guess, and I'll, I'll, I'll start off. Uh, it's, Violet's doing some doing some fun stuff. She's, uh, you know, she's doing the walking thing, running me ragged for 12, 13 hours a day. Um, but she's starting to do more funny stuff. Like she's kind of developing her own personality, which is kind of fun. Um, she's starting to mimic a little bit. Um, and it's kind of funny to see when she's like, cause, cause we'll just be walking back and forth. I'll, I'll be doing laundry or something. We'll be walking back and forth in the closet and she'll start talking and I'll start talking and she'll mimic what I say. And it's kind of fun. We're just kind of going back and forth and she's starting to, you know, shake her finger at you and, and, and do kind of stuff. So she's giving you the business and that's, that's kind of fun. Um, we've had to do a little more baby proofing because of the walking, uh, which is, um, not fun, but it's, it's okay. We've, we've done the baby proofing on the cabinet, so she can't open it, and it tricks me every time. Like, I don't know. How, it's 100% of the time I try to open up one of the cabinets, and it, it keeps me from doing it. So Also dad that's, proof. Yeah. So yeah. Just, we, had yeah. To, we had to baby proof our toilet, and uh, that's, you know, it, it, it was tricky the first couple of times I, I did it. So Ooh, that would be dangerous. Middle of the night, emergency. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I figured it out though. I, I, it didn't take long. You, you have to go bad enough, and you figure it out pretty quick. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't figured it out yet. But and we're all old enough that we, you know we have to go in the middle of the night. So that's true. <laughs> you know, going true. to the bathroom in the middle of the night, heartburn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kyle, you have to go to the bathroom every five minutes. But <laughs> all right. So I want to say one quick thing. Uh, so we did, our last podcast came out. Uh, I told us a funny story about Chelsea. Um, she was not mad about the story. She was mad because, uh, I said that she doesn't listen and she told me that she listens to everyone. We just don't talk about everyone. So I just want to apologize to my lovely wife, Chelsea, and thank her for listening to all of our podcasts. Hopefully she Kyle and I will never have to do that because we've said stuff like that and it's been months since it's been brought up and we haven't heard anything. So I think we're in the queer Kyle. Yep, I, I would be willing to put money on it this time. Unless one of you yeah. text her and say you need to listen to the podcast. and then Which now I'm going to do. No, I think we should. Well, not if you're going to text her, but otherwise we should set up a NCAA-style kind of, uh, you know, bet on how long it takes them to actually listen. Like, I'll take, you know, one to two months, and then somebody can have two to four, and then we'll see, you know, who gets busted and when, and we'll put some money on this thing. The actual uh, – I was still am pretty confident though. Even if she did listen, she may not like actually listen. It may just be playing in the background. She may or may not hear what I say. <laughs> That's true. She yeah, just... I, they do have this uh, amazing ability to look like they're genuinely engaged in the conversation and then have no idea what came out of your mouth. Exactly. Most frustrating thing in the world. <laughs> just anytime she hears your voice, she just turns off her you know, listening skills. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, what are the twins up to? Um, well, they are 
getting pretty, I don't know, I can't remember if I mentioned that they're starting to sit up, but like now they're full on sitting up, like they can hold themselves up for a good while until they try to reach for something that's a little out of hand and it'll topple over. So that's that's been exciting, that's new. So they really hate being on their backs now because they can sit up and see and get stuff. So that's been fun though, because it's, you know, kind of easier to, uh, you know, feed them the bottle and thing like things like that. They're, they're holding their own bottles now, so I don't have to hold it for them. So that's super nice because then that's like, you know, 10 minutes to, you know, do something, catch up on something, so. So uh, I have a couple of random things uh, to go over this week. Awesome. It's also, been a while since we've had some Kyle's random thoughts. So I, I also have, have a random thought. So we'll just, I'll let you go first though, Kyle. Okay, so I have two. First, I have a random question. And um, I was trying to look up an answer for it, like in uh, this Baby 4-1 book that uh, I could find an answer to almost anything else. Um, turning your baby upside down because, you know, they enjoy it, not like aggressively for a long time, but you're playing with them and you just kind of like dip them or like have them by their legs or whatever. They love it and they laugh and think it's hilarious. But I was wondering what maybe the risks are or um, what the appropriate age for it. Like they're eight months old now, so I think they're probably in the clear for anything. But, you know, is it kind of a risky time to do that when it like maybe four months or whatever? So I want to get your guys' opinion. And then if you guys don't have an answer, then maybe we can ask our audience to, you know, send us a response in a message or however you want to contact us. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'll I'll take a stab at it. And again, I'm not a doctor, never claimed to be one, uh, or an expert. So I would say that you know as long as they have pretty good neck control and you're not like whipping them around, like uh, causing like a kind of a whiplash type situation, I think it would be okay. Like if you're kind of you know gently turning them upside down or like picking up up by their feet in a playful manner, uh, you know I think eight months is probably. I think we I started doing that with Scarlett around you know. Uh, nine or ten months i would say I don't, it's been a little while but uh yeah i think like i said as long as they have that stable neck and you know if they're sitting up and they obviously do so that would be my take on it but again i could be completely wrong so yeah i, I mean i definitely do it and i don't i'm not really sure of the the repercussions of it if there if there are any so i mean i i agree with matt i think if they're they can control their head and their body i think it's probably okay to do it i mean again i'm not a doctor though so you should probably ask your doctor if it's really uh you know weighing on you so (laughs) yeah but in in, next month when we go to the doctors again i'll ask but uh didn't know if you guys had already asked that question or not no no i just kind of started doing it so now you're making me Wonder if I, she seems fine. So we'll do. Yeah. So we'll see, you know, maybe uh, my babies are grow up and they're a little bit slow. And the doctor's like, Oh, you, what's the age did you start tipping them over at? I don't know. Eight months. <laughs> well, there you did it. Uh, so anyway, I'll, I'll figure that answer out. But my random thought was, so our babies started having this reflex for like, I guess it's a reflex because I don't think Natalia and I do it, or at least we don't, we're not aware we do it, but like, you know, rubbing your eyes when you're tired or like touching their face and uh, like, how, where's that come from? Like, how's that a thing? I don't think as adults you do it or even as like older kids you do it. I think I still do. I think I do it as an adult. I mean, I think my eyes, I think your eyes get more dry and they're just, I don't know. Like, I think you, when you, when you blink them or rub them, it's a, uh, you know, gives them moisture I, I, th- I think i think that's what it feels like anyway when i do it yeah i don't know it's, yeah. it's, it's a random re- reflex to just have come to you naturally 
Well, it's also they're trying to keep themselves awake by any means possible. At least that's what it is more in the toddler phase. Like uh, Scarlet will literally like pull on her eyelids or, you know, pinch her cheek or pinch her neck or whatever to just try and stay awake because they don't want to miss anything. But uh, so it could be part of that. It could be, again, part of the eyes drying out. But yeah, I think it's just like a, at least for now when they're in more of the toddler, you know, want to stay awake because there's something happening all the time. It's like uh, try and stay awake as long as they can. Yeah, it's pretty darn cute when they do it though. When Violet rubs her eyes, it's it's pretty adorable. She yeah, I would agree. Yeah. It's super awkward. It's like the most awkward <laughs> thing you can possibly watch. Like what? they don't always miss. They don't always get their eye. Like they rub like their mouth or their cheek or like their forehead. It's well, they could also be rubbing their <laughs> mouth. If they're specifically rubbing their mouth, it could be like a teething thing. Like they want something to chew on. But, well, it's it's hit. It's like they'll pull their hand. It's like all over. It. It's like. You can tell they haven't quite got the coordination down to know where they need to rub, but they got the idea down. It's hilarious. That still sounds pretty darn cute. Yeah, it is, but it's also funny. <laughs> so you know what else is cute? And it's not necessarily a good thing, but uh, so kind of what's new with Scarlet is she's starting to get a little bit of an attitude and start starting to like act out a little bit more. Uh, and Andrew saw this firsthand. He came over the other night, and we hung out for a little while, and he brought Violet over. Um, and... She, I, I don't know if she picks this up from daycare and if it's her getting on the receiving end of daycare. And so when Violet's around, she has to, to push her around. But uh, it was, we were over here and she started to kind of, if she, Violet started playing with one of her toys, she would shove her. Um, and, you know, it wasn't like she would, Violet would you know, kind of just fall on her butt. But after, you know, a couple times of saying no, no, uh, we finally put, Scarlet in timeout and basically just made her stand still. And, you know, uh, the way she reacted to it makes me think that she's been put in timeout at daycare before uh, (laughs) because she she knew she kind of stood there, gave this like fake little cry, gave me a hug and then went back to go play. So it seems like she has a little bit of a routine down. So I'm going to have to ask the uh, our daycare if if she's been in timeout before. But. Uh, so we're starting to kind of get into that uh, discipline stage. So that's uh, pretty interesting, and it's I think it's going to be a bit of a challenge. But it, it'll it's it's pretty darn cute, but it's it's not necessarily a good thing. And I don't know if you've ever tried this. It, the one of the most frustrating things ever is trying to uh, discipline a child who doesn't understand <laughs> what they're doing or. And I think that's the big thing in this age is making them understand what's right and what's wrong. And they're going to test limits and stuff like that. But it's, you know, that that's, that's extremely frustrating. We're kind of doing, going through it with uh, Violet right now. She's not uh, doing anything too terrible, but anytime she goes over and tries to touch a light socket or something like that, you know, she, if she doesn't understand, then she's going to keep going back and doing it. So it's like, it's very repetitive. You got to keep doing it. But yeah, I, uh, it was funny. She, she, she would, she pushed Violet one time and before you even said anything, she just went over and stood in the corner. So yeah, she, she she knows. And that's the thing too, is once they learn what they're not supposed to do, that makes them want to do it more. And so like the light socket thing, I scroll to walk past the light socket. No, she's not supposed to touch it and just look at you, touch it and say, no, no, no. And then walk off and do her own little thing. Like she knows she's not supposed to touch it, but she just does it anyway. And I, I think this is probably just karma. I mean, I'm sure I did this to my parents, and it's probably just karma coming back to get me. But uh, that's that's new. What's new with us is uh, the the timeout thing, and it's. I think it's going to be an interesting little journey. 
Andrew, uh, what was your random thought? Oh yeah, so um, I read. So we we remember we did way back when we did a technology episode, and I remember talking about Alexa a lot and how much we love her, and we've got her connected to everything. And, you know, it's very hands off. So I don't have to like flip a light switch on or, you know, if I had a you know handful of baby, I read something tonight and this was published by like the Washington post that she's just randomly coming on without any prompting and cackling like a witch at you. And there's uh, Amazon doesn't know what's going on. You know, there's this, and you know, I, I didn't read how, how many exactly this has happened to how many people this has happened to, but it's gotta be a lot. If, if Washington post is reporting it, right? Like <laughs> it's, and, and I don't know about you, but that it terrifies me. Like I was home alone earlier and I'm just like over looking over my shoulder. Like, when is she going to start cackling at me? <laughs> yeah, that would make me, uh, that would, that's like one of my worst fears is the something like that or like a random noise or voice or something inside the house would go off that would freak me out to, to no end. And I would probably smash Alexa into a million pieces. Yeah, you're, you're telling me this in pre-show, Andrew, and I kind of saw like a headline of it, but uh, I didn't think much of it. I figured it was a prank or whatever. And I have one in my bedroom, and I'm going to go unplug that as soon as we're done here. Yeah, yeah. Because I have one in- I would probably, well, the dogs would freak out, and then I would also freak out, and it would just, like, I get goosebumps just thinking about it right now. Yeah, that's, it's terrifying. And I had one in, in Violet's room. We use it for sound every once in a while. I took it out and turned it off. Like, you know, you, <laughs> that would be traumatizing for a child. I'm wondering if we could get you to give like a little sample of what the laugh sounded like or, you know, if you have any, (laughs) I didn't actually hear it, but if it goes off, I will definitely, I will definitely record it before I pick her up and throw her in the trash. No, I want you to do it though. (laughs) I I want you to make the noise. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll do some research on what it sounds like and maybe, maybe give that to you guys next week. Uh, so I, I, if everybody else is doing a random thing, I'll do one. I was thinking about this the other day, uh, you know, and, so what's your guys' take on the uh, months to years when you're talking about your baby's age? Like when would you when do you convert from talking saying, you know, 16 months or 18 months to going to, to years? Because you don't want to be that asshole that's like, oh, yeah, my daughter is 60 months old or something like that. I, I apologize if any of you people do that, but stop it. Uh, you know, she's she's five. She's not 60 months. Like, is it is it two? Is it when I think she's it's two? I think it's okay. two. Because I think, one, that's, that's you know, she's still going through changes, you know, at past one. I mean, I th- you know, in, in different phases. So I think you have to specify the month. So once they hit two, it's like, yeah, that's we're not that's excessive. We're not going to keep doing that. We can just say two. Dang. I think, yeah. think two is the cutoff, right? I was hoping for like uh, a little over one, about one and a half, uh, a little over one and a half, uh, about two. I mean, I guess yeah, you could say I think, one and a half. Yeah, I, I think one and a half might, I don't know. I, I know that two is probably the, the reasonable cutoff, but I'd rather be early on this thing than, than later because, you know, I don't want somebody to be like, did that guy just say his kid was 33 months old? I don't want <laughs> that to be me uh, personally. Again, sorry if you do that, but again, stop it. Uh, so, uh, you know, I think two, I think that's a good answer. Yeah. I, I'm just going to do it now to piss you off, so. Yeah, I start calling, saying that Brady's a hundred months old or however old. That would be one hundred twenty months, right? If he's tw- ten years old, something like that. Yeah, Kyle, you freaking brainiac! I don't get out here with your math. 
<laughs> not here to do math. <laughs> so uh, it's you know getting warm here in Denver, and uh, it's pretty random. Like we'll have a 65 degree day, and then we'll get a foot of snow the next day. So uh, similar to Kansas City in the in the springtime or the early spring, where the weather's all over the place. But we got a new stroller over over the uh, winter, and I've been excited to get this bad boy out and uh, stroll around. And I was like, well, maybe if it's uh, you know this more common double stroller that you see people are going to stare at me less and make less comments and that's that's not the case i still get like oh look at you hands are real full huh or oh you look like you got your hands full or you know just like all kinds of random stuff all over the board so it's been uh just the same more of the same here everyone has the same comments um so wanted to keep you guys updated on that if you see a guy with a double stroller and two dogs you know he's just doing his job no need for comments so anyway, or maybe just a hey, how you doing today? Not a looks like your hands are full. Right. So because you know your hands are full because yeah. you have two babies in them. Yeah, you don't obviously. Need to be reminded of that. Two so. leashes, two babies. I know. Yeah. I have two hands. That's two things in each hand. <laughs> yeah, you should come up with an awesome comment every time somebody says that, and just make them feel like an a hole. Yeah. 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 Maybe like look around and be like, what? What? what, what where are my hands? What? What? Huh? <laughs> Just play dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that's our that's our topic for this week is we're going to talk about you know strollers. You know they they see me strolling down the streets. So um, we upgraded to the. Du- <laughs> what? But uh, you say no, they see me strolling down the streets. It's just like the widest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. So, uh, but that's okay. Continue. Sorry. So. Like I said, we upgraded to a Bob stroller this this winter, and I'm really excited to maybe do some jogs with the babies after we go to this nine-month appointment and get the, the okay from the doctor. Um, and uh, we went with that stroller because, you know, it has a lot of um, features that we'll think we'll, we're going to use. Maybe we get on some chat trails, and the tires will go over that. And it has a three wheels in the front one, um, swivels, or you can lock it in if you're doing some straight-line stuff. But... I think it's a good stroller so far. They like it. When we first got it, they were uh, really, really small, and it was not for them. They looked like little little tiny potatoes in this giant stroller, but uh, it's good. Um, but before that, we did a like this limousine stroller with the car seats, and we still use it every once in a while because they're in their, like, they're carrying car seats. They're not into the uh, stationary car seats that stay in the car. So, but... Uh, which was a good stroller for what it did. We did a lot of grocery store trips with it. And uh, I don't remember the brand, brand of it, but it was really inexpensive. It was, I want to say, somewhere less than $60 on Amazon. Pretty oh, yeah. universal. So it worked well. It definitely got, we definitely it. got our money worth out of it. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a heck of a deal. Um, yeah, we, we've used a few uh, different strollers. We've got, uh, we started off with the uh, Britax. Uh, the it's it's called the B Agile, um, and I looked it up today, and it's actually retired on this website. I'm not not sure what that means. I'm sure they probably just have a new newer model out, but we use that to start off with because it, it went with our um, uh, car seat. You know, it just snaps right in, and we could take you know when she was really young, we could just keep her in the car seat and take her for a walk, or if we were going to a restaurant or something like that, it was very convenient. We didn't have to get one of those. Uh, one of the seats and turn it over and put her in that. So, you know, you can just keep her snapped in and she's safe and, and warm and good to go. So we use that for a lot and it was, it was really good for travel. It, 
it was like it was almost made for the metal detectors at the at the airports like the the wheels were just wide enough they were just tall enough they went right through didn't have to you know take it off and have it inspect it and whatever so it was, it was really nice we can take that through the airport uh we've since switched to the bob which kyle has the double bob we have a single bob um it, it ours is the uh flex well i got the name of it right here it is the flex revolution um and it's it's been great. I've been on a couple jogs with it. Um, I don't want <laughs> Matt's going to make fun of me, but I'm going to mention it. Uh, I'm training for a marathon. I'm going to do the Kansas City Marathon. So uh, we do <laughs> uh, that was coming. But uh, <laughs> I've been on it with you know a few jogs with it. Uh, it's it's great uphills. It's great downhill. Uh, it's um, you know it's it's like you're not pushing anything. It, it might add a little bit of time to you know because you're pushing a baby instead of just running by yourself, but. Uh, like Kyle said, it swivels. Um, you can lock it in if you want to do that. Um, it's, it's great. And, um, the, the one thing I will say about it though, is that the, the Brit tax was like two steps. You just pulled, pulled the little lever and it just clicked together. And that was, that was it. The, the Bob you have, you can pull, you pull the little lever, you have to push down the, uh, the top of it, and then you have to click it together. So putting it together is kind of a pain, but, uh, it's, it's something I can deal with. So. That'd be the only thing that I, that I find frustrating about it, but uh, it's it's a good stroller. It's a really good stroller. I think with the the running strollers, like I I knew that's what we were gonna want want to get because we maybe would do some um, there's some large chat trails where you can hike on and stuff here. Um, so I did a lot of research on the different types of running strollers and like I think it's Thule T H U L E makes a running stroller yep. and then like Schwinn makes one and there's a couple of other um, random brands that's kind of what they focus on. Um, and they all have like their different quirks and some of them fold better than other ones, but pretty much they're all the same in that they're not easy to just like throw in your trunk and go. It's not like, right. uh, yeah. some of the other strollers are almost, they're almost made to where you have to have two strollers. Like we do, we have like this other one where they're like, uh, they sit up in it and they're almost stacked on each other, but it's long, but it's skinny enough to like go through normal size doors. And it's not kind of like, are you going to scrape their fingers if they have them sticking out kind of situation? Yeah, I would definitely recommend getting the stroller on your uh, registry when you first have a baby because they can get a little pricey. Um, yeah. So if you get one for you know free, then that's that's much better. <laughs> and Amazon seems to do some deals on them pretty f- like once or twice a year, from when I started watching them. And if you're gonna go with the jogger, you really don't want it to be super easy to to set up and tear down because you know the durability is a big thing with those. So. Uh, we have the Graco modes jogger. Uh, it's the travel system. Uh, so like Andrews, it kind of clicks in, but it's a jogger form of that. Uh, so the, the carrier car seat clicks into it, but now that she's older and out of the carrier car seat, she can turn around and, uh, you know, I can go on my jogs. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that brings me to one of my points is it, if you, if you, the joggers are by, in my opinion, are the most expensive. I'm sure you, Kyle, you guys have probably done your research on it. But if you're not like an avid jogger right now, uh, this is the part of the the mistake that we made. Like we're like, oh, we'll get a jogger, and that way, when the baby comes, you know, we can start uh, jogging and doing stuff like that. And then it's like the baby comes, and you're like, well, 
I don't really want to go jogging. I, you know, I'd like to maybe go for a walk or something like that. But the the joggers are, are kind of built for that, you know, more intense. Uh, they've got like suspension on them and stuff like that. So if you're not an avid jogger or, you know, do some jogging already, you probably don't need a jogger, uh, in, in my opinion. Again, they are kind of bulky and, you know, we have to store ours in the garage because it's so big and it doesn't really break down very far. Uh, but we have another, we are, we're a two stroller family as well. And the other one we have is the GB Cubit LTE. Uh, it's like a lightweight stroller and this thing folds down into, it's probably 16 by 16, uh, when it folds all the way down and it, it's really small. So, uh, it actually comes with like a little bag that you can put it in and carry it around. So we took it to, uh, Denver when we visited Kyle and that's what we took with us to kind of push Scarlett through the airport. Uh, and it was super easy. And then when we got to the gate, it's like, you push a button over and then kind of push it down and it folds right up. It's like the easiest thing. And you don't want to have something that's super complex when you're at the grocery store and your hands are full and you got to put the baby in the car and you got all this other stuff going on. Uh, so if you're going to be a two stroller family, I think for your second, you know, your lightweight stroller, uh, kind of ease of uh, breaking down and assembly is probably something I would recommend looking for as well as price. You know, you, if you're going to have two strollers and one of them is probably a nicer stroller. So, probably don't need uh, or want something that's super expensive as your as your backup have you guys ever used um i think they call them umbrella strollers they're like really lightweight like they just have basically a canvas seat for the babies to sit in and like very basic straps for them they're like the purpose of them is for traveling and like mm -hmm. if it breaks or you leave it or lose it it's like you're out 25 30 bucks so not yeah. a huge investment or like if you're traveling really far it might just be like worth getting it for that time while you're there uh but i don't know if you guys had any problems because i know they're probably not built the best but so we actually use that for we had one for brady um my first go around and it's i i would say it's probably for older kids like two or three so they can hop in and out and it's you know if they you know if they want to have a snack or something you're like at the zoo and they want to have a snack they can just hop in and eat their snack and hop back out and yeah, it's it's very lightweight and it's easy easy to take in the car. So uh, they're, yeah, they're good. Um, but I would say you know you definitely want to uh, get one when it's when it's kind of old when 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 the when the child is older. Yeah, I would agree. We have not used one yet, but my mom still has the one that that Brady sat in, and she's yeah. taking Scarlett on a walk. So you know, it's not uh, anything to you know write home about, but it definitely is uh, good for what it is like. I'd say if you're going to be doing anything more than just kind of, you know, walking around the block or something like that, you probably want to go with something that's a, a little more comfortable for the kid. But uh, if you're just, you know, going on a short little walk, I think they're they're awesome. Like you said, for maybe pushing through the airport and quickly breaking down, or if you accidentally leave it somewhere, you're not. Uh, if you guys left your bob stroller somewhere, uh, I'm sure you guys would be a little bit pissed off. But uh, if you leave a twenty dollar umbrella stroller, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I would probably get murdered if I left that thing somewhere. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I actually have a bike lock for it just because, like, you go to a restaurant or something, you can't take it inside the restaurant because it's, like, too big. There's a lot of restaurants close by to us, so I, I lock it up like a bicycle. I mean, it's, like, it costs as much as a bicycle, so it makes sense, yeah. and if people know how much they cost, they're, like, going to rip it off just like anything else that's left unlocked, so... So that brings up an interesting question for, for me, at least. So when do you guys... We've gotten more into using the stroller uh, for for things now, but when do you guys use your strollers versus like using a baby carrier? Or Kyle, you guys just using car seats or uh, you know 
what what kind of is the the line for you guys? I would say uh, for us, when we're going to be in some place for an extended period of time, um, I, you know, it's they're good for if you know for somewhere for an extended period of time. She can get out, and walk around, but she can you know if she also wants to have a bottle or if she wants to get back in, and we need to put her down for a nap. They're good for that. Um, I'd say if we're you know going to a restaurant we probably won't lug it in there just because you know she's going to sit down either in a, in a in a high chair or she's going to be running around the restaurant so uh we usually don't take it into there um but yeah so we'll we go to the we go to the Nelson a lot and we'll take it there if she wants you know we'll walk her around outside and then let her run around inside and she can get hop in and have a bottle and we can you know walk her around and and let her take a nap so that's kind of that's kind of our thinking um I don't know what do you guys think um Side note on the babies being able to get the bobs like lounge back. You can adjust the seats yeah. to like lay down almost. So if they are napping, they can put a little shade over them and they can lounge yeah. while you do your walk or nap while you do your run or whatever. Um, we use ours for walking a lot. And like even still, when we go to like Costco or like the grocery store or wherever, we'll, use, we'll take the first drawer we had that you could put the car seats in. And actually, and uh, that seems to work pretty well. And anytime we're doing anything by ourselves, just just Natalia by herself taking them somewhere, or me taking them somewhere by myself, we have to use a stroller. Like carrier's obviously not an option because you can't put two babies in it or have one front and back. So we probably rely on our stroller a lot more than you guys with just having one because it's a lot easier to strap it on you and kind of go go with the flow. But yeah, we definitely take a stroller. We have a stroller and. Uh, everywhere. Anytime we have both the car seats, that's where the stroller stays. So in our vehicle. Yeah, for sure. We we don't use it. We've gotten into using it more, but since it's we like you said, we bought the travel system. If you're not familiar with the travel system and kind of the difference, the basically just the the car seat carrier clips right into it and it pushes around really easy versus like a traditional the kid just sits in uh, sits in the stroller and you push him around. And the lightweight ones are pretty easy to break up and down. And like Kyle said, the umbrella ones kind of uh, are just basically a piece of fabric and some some poles. So uh, we we use our lightweight run, I think, a lot more than our jogger, just because the jogger is really hard to uh, get out. Like if Paige probably could do it, but she wouldn't want to do it by herself every time we went somewhere. So uh, she likes to keep the the lightweight run in her car so she can get it in and out pretty quickly and put the baby in there. So, but she's a big fan of the Ergo. So she just, if it's going to be something quick or, you know, if it's not going to be too much and the baby's not going to want to get up and down a bunch, then she just straps her on. Yeah. That's <laughs> Violet only wants to get down. So I don't, we don't, we don't do the Ergo very much anymore. Uh, so, yeah, I think yeah, it's she's definitely in that phase where it, she'll she just wants to get down and walk around Costco. So we could bring a stroller and uh, but we also bring ours places uh, for sheer storage capacity. Like you know, I only have two arms. Paige only has two arms, so it's nice to have somewhere to put all the baby's crap, and so we can put that underneath the stroller, uh, push it around, and take it places. If we're going to like a restaurant or like an outdoorsy type bar or whatever, we can take some stuff to keep the baby entertained. I will say this about shopping for the strollers. I went to like, um, target has a surprising decent, 
amount of strollers that you can kind of get your hands on and feel them. I think it is a little bit of a car. You kind of want to like go touch it and see it. And you want to be able to find like you want to want the uh, basket underneath or net, however you want to describe it, accessible so that you can get your groceries in and out or get the diaper bag or your jacket or whatever you keep underneath the stroller uh, pretty easily. And then like Bye Bye Baby has like every single stroller. But, you know, they, they sell for theirs are, you know, way more than what you can buy them online. So, you know, maybe just go into Bye Bye Baby, test it out, see what you think, and then go buy it elsewhere. That or throw that some bitch on your baby registry and have somebody else buy it for you, like Andrew said earlier. That's that's what we did. We got both our strollers off our registry. And you may think that somebody's not going to spend that money on it, but people will spend insane amount of money for a baby. So... Uh, and it doesn't hurt to, to put it on there. You know, if it ends up being that nobody gets it for you, then, you know, you end up having to buy it. So you like how so you can look for it online, but you know, if somebody wants to buy it for you off your registry, let them. Yeah. I think Amazon, if you put it on your registry, when you first register, um, they'll let you use a coupon. Uh, they'll give you a coupon like so much after, yeah. uh, the time has lapsed from when you started your registry and, uh, it's like 10 or 15% off. So, when you're buying like a Bob or any of the other strollers, you know, they're always a couple hundred bucks. That's a decent amount of savings. If no one does buy it for you, definitely worth putting it on there. Even if you don't get it purchased or not, if you're doing an Amazon registry. Yeah. We tried to go back and buy, uh, use the, the, the discount, but it, it yeah, it does expire. So make sure if you're have that in mind, you know, use it in a, in a timely manner because it will expire. And I was going to say one other thing, do you guys notice like all the millions of, um, stroller accessories? So my wife bought this, uh, it's, it's for grocery bags, but it's essentially just a large, uh, carabiner, um, mm. that you just, you know, hook onto the, the, uh, you know, the handle and then you can, you can hang your bags from it, which there's, and there's a company that actually sells these, but you can just go to home Depot and, and, and grab it. I'll put, I'll put the, I'll put the uh, product on our product page, but you could probably just go to home Depot and, and grab one and, and hook it on there. But I, I think, I thought that was a pretty cool hack. Yeah, I think we have one of those too, and it's super helpful. Like Paige can hang her purse from it, or we can hang like we take food in a cooler or whatever. So we have this little bag cooler that we hang from it, stuff like that. And we went for like on our bigger stroller, we can uh, hook the dogs to it. Uh, we have one dog that doesn't pull real hard, so we hook her to it, and she just kind of walks right alongside of it. So. All right. Well. So we'll be putting these uh, strollers and stuff we've been talking about on our product page uh, on the accessories. Um, if you guys want to find them there, Matt, where are they going to find them if they uh, want to purchase one? Yeah, real quick, I got one more thing on the the stroller. Uh, the you talked about accessories. Uh, I've got a bone to pick with stroller companies and their cup holders. Uh, they're not big enough, and uh, that really bothers me. So uh, that's one thing I looked at and we've kind of discussed since is uh, cup holders on the strollers aren't big enough. I'm a guy who likes to enjoy a beer when he's out for a walk, you know, and uh, you know, sometimes I'll pour that beer into a Yeti and sometimes that Yeti won't fit into the cup holders on the stroller. Uh, so that's, that's kind of my bone to pick with the stroller company. Uh, and then something maybe to keep in mind when you're, when you're shopping for your strollers. Uh, and then there's some other things too, like, we have a little peekaboo window on our uh, stroller, so we don't have to like look around the the pullover thing. Uh, so that was another big thing. So we can you know pull it down, look and see if the baby's sleeping or whatever, not have to to walk completely around the stroller. Uh, and then a place for your phone and wallet is a good good uh, good thing too. 
Yeah, the uh, the cup holders aren't very coffee friendly either. They they will bounce around and spill your coffee everywhere. So beware of that too. <laughs> yeah. So stroller companies put bigger cup holders and or sell cups that you know fit your cup holders, and I'll buy those like an idiot. But <laughs> anyway, that was that was my rant on stroller companies and their cup holders. But uh, you can find this wonderful podcast on Apple. Uh, podcasts, or you could find it on Google Play, Castbox, Stitcher, all those awesome places. Uh, you could find our Instagram account and Twitter account at, at mydadpod, and find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com/mydadpod. You could check out our website and see all of these wonderful strollers and products and all that stuff uh, at mydadpod.com. And then if you want to find the products page, it's mydadpod.com/products, uh, and you can see some of the other stuff we've talked about. You can find uh, Mr. Cotton's book. You can find uh, some of the other books we've talked about on the show. Kyle mentioned Baby 411. That's on there. Uh, and then we'll have uh, some of these other things and some of the stuff from the teething episode up there uh, this week, too. So go check all that stuff out. Uh, we also have a Patreon page. If you guys are interested in that, you can go check that out and see uh, what that's all about. It's, uh, it's basically a page where you guys can uh, you know, decide if you like our stuff or not. And if you do, you can uh, help support us by, by donating a few few bucks a month. So uh, check that out if you're interested. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. And we, we strolling, we hating, trying to catch me. Oh, okay. Damn it. Are you sure those are right? Are you sure that's right? I don't think those lyrics are right now. Okay. <laughs>